0: well good morning good morning good morning everybody hopefully you're having a fantastic day out here how you doing there howdy i'm good how are you buddy not bad at all are you still wore out your arms a little
1: sore oh from last night <laughs> yeah well <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad really i had my uh feedback set right so i was i was just kind of chilling and and I end up switching strategies, like, because I was back in 40. I think at one time it was like 55th or 56th or something like that. You were, yes. So, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to help Prilliman out, and I just start hitting people.
0: <laughs> there you go. Hey, whatever it takes to get it done, hey, it works out there for you. And, uh, hey, you guys, you had a blast there in Enduro. No cautions, no no uh nope. damage just uh all fun is what i was saying out in the uh the booth there last night so we had a blast doing that they raised over 800 dollars for the toys for tots there so a fantastic charity event last night you had some fun i had a blast
1: he said yeah that was, that was a good time uh i never ran nothing like that before That was my first time so that was that was pretty crazy Dwayne's right coming in hot with
0: the, <laughs> Dwayne getting an arm, or uh, Chris getting uh-huh.
1: an arm workout. Got <laughs> no. jokes this huh, Dwayne?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Hey, with Dwayne in here, I guess we'll hop right into IndyCar action here. And boy, oh boy, some big news coming out of the, uh, uh, what? what is this, the uh, this, uh, the Vassar Sullivan uh, coin team here? As uh, Ferrucci, he's not technically signed yet, right? Okay. So he comes out this week and says, you know what? I think I want to dip my toe in a little NASCAR. Maybe the Bristol dirt race. Maybe the Charlotte Roval. Maybe do a little action over in NASCAR. So he's still going to – everybody thinks he is pretty much a solid lockdown for that IndyCar seat there with the uh, the 18, I, I believe, is what he's in, that uh, seal coat so uh but he's saying you know he wants to dip his toe and he had that connection with uh Stewart back in the day cuz he was a developmental driver with Haas and I guess when Stewart did the uh the the helmet switch with um uh Hamilton back at Watkins Glen back in the day, Ferrucci was invited out there by Stewart to kind of uh take in an NASCAR race, stuff like that. So okay. Pretty interesting news coming out of there, and we've talked about it before. I don't want to see him go. I don't want to see him leave, but man, he's a guy that he he was in the Chili Bowl. He uh, he ran that. He 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 wants to run. Like I said, the Bristol Dirt Race. So this guy, he's involved with racing. He's a wheel man. Uh, it can oh, be interesting. What do you? What's your take on uh, seeing Ferrucci possibly make a run here
1: in a uh, in a, a cup car here? Oh, I'm down for it. Like I said, he—he's a racer, man. I mean, he'll hop in anything and drive it. Uh, you know, is, is he gonna go to the front in a dirt race? I—I I don't know. Maybe not, but uh, he'll give it everything he's got and he'll drive the hell out of the car. And yeah, going back to his IndyCar ride, I don't see why they would look at anybody else but Santino Ferrucci. Because uh, honestly, I think he should be on a different team than what he's on. But uh, yeah, I think I'm all for him uh doing some uh, NASCAR stuff and. I'd love to see him in some more dirt stuff. I mean, hey, hop in a late model, go throw, go sling some dirt in a late model or something. I'd love to see that too.
0: <laughs> right, because yeah, he took, like I said, that dirt midget chance or that run there at the uh, the Chili Bowl. <coughs> Excuse me, and um, it would it be interesting to see what he could do with that uh, cup car? So uh, he he pretty much said though, I don't want to go out and and really make my first run a regular asphalt oval. So uh, I, I understand that because at the end of the day, you look at Ferrucci he's still, he's not a huge guy. So he, he would definitely have to uh, kind of beef up a little bit when it came to muscle, I believe, to, to kind of wheel that NASCAR, that heavier style of a car around. That's what we saw. I think that was Danica's big downfall is she didn't have the, uh, the muscle really to to wheel that, that heavy NASCAR around compared to that Indy car.
1: But see, I think Ferrucci's a pretty fit guy. I mean, uh Oh, he's fit. I I think he could definitely hustle the NASCAR around, even though he is a little bitty he is a little bitty dude, but I think he'll be fine. I mean, you look at Almondinger. Almondinger, uh he he's put on a little weight now, but he's still not heavy, but you know, Almendinger's a little bitty guy. Um, you know, there's a lot of drivers out there. I mean, TK's a little guy, but he's he's fit, you know, so I think he would yeah, have a no Yeah, but problem TK's built right like a brick
0: you know, house. So <laughs> I mean, you look at TK. He's got muscles, man. He's got he's got some arms. He's got some legs. So, uh, um, you see Dwayne saying you might see him get an opportunity there. Um, to 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 do there. So, uh, uh, and, and to touch on that, Jason, yeah, he's not going to be running ovals. But it is official now that Tony Kanon will take those three ovals and run. And he said. To, to take this opportunity and not get a win with Ganassi is going to be a failure to me. So I really hope and I think that uh, Ganassi really gives TK a solid ride, a solid opportunity here in his last 500.
1: But, you know, here's my thing with that. You know, I, I get where TK's coming from, and, and I agree. If he doesn't get a win, that, that's a failure being on, you know, running a Ganassi ride like that. But you look at uh, how many years was TK with Ganassi? Five?
0: Oh, and he and... got some solid wins, I think. Or no, he won with Andretti, didn't
1: he? Yeah. I mean, he really didn't produce that many results when he was with Ganassi. So, I, I mean, I'm not bad-mouthing TK. I know he's a fan favorite, but I, I just don't see him getting a win.
0: I mean, I think given that Ganassi ride, you're given the best opportunity in the field at what you have, your age, you, what, you, what you're what you given, what you've been given uh, in the ride with uh, Foyt in the past that uh, right now it, it's a huge upgrade to you. And I, I feel like he, he sees that and he knows that, hey, uh, the, the fans, like you said, he's a fan favorite. The fans want to see TK a victory lane, either at Texas Indy or Gateway, whatever it be next year.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I know they do, but I just I don't see it happening. I, I don't see him getting it done. And like I said, I'm not putting Tony Tony down at all. I think he's a great guy. He's a hell of a driver, but he's past his prime. And even though he's in that Ganassi ride, like I said, when he ran for Ganassi, he couldn't get it done when he was on the team, so I just I don't see him getting it done. But so it'd be interesting to see there. I'm trying to think
0: as we're in the Uh, yeah, that's what we're Tim. We're going to talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, that's what I was going to say is we're ending out this IndyCar talk. Can you think of anything else? I think we really hit on the, the big sections there of, uh, IndyCar for this week.
1: Yeah. There's not much going on in IndyCar right now, unless Dwayne knows something we don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm sure he does. Whether Dwayne can tell us something that we don't know (laughs) is the better thing to say there. So, um, we, we look, uh, um for cheap before he says cheap um so uh uh he only had one win there with uh ganassi so i'm saying i mean it'd be interesting to see but then again you look at uh just the, the, the the i think the one big thing is the um uh what was that going there? Oh, you got Dixon still competing for a championship in that team there. Obviously, 90% of that focus is going towards that number nine. Oh, most definitely. So, I mean, we got people asking about it. I saw it. You saw it. It was an incredible show of safety here in in, in Bahrain. And, and I'm going to touch on this. And I, And I know what they were saying as far as... Uh, the guardrail being there. So if you didn't see it, Roman Grosjean was in a terrible accident this morning and he, he ended up, he, he came down on the first lap, got involved with somebody else, clipped the tires. And when that happened, it sent him into the metal guardrail that was about four feet off of the track. And their their explanation to this was, well, that's not a normal wreck area. That's not a normal runoff area. At the end of the day, I don't care. These guys are going 180 miles an hour. You got to be prepared for that car to go off the track at any point in time. You could have a blowout at any any certain area on that track. So to have that happen it is kind of a a downplay on Bahrain and their crews. But let's talk about the innovation of the Red Bull Halo, because man. Without that, Roman Grosjean, I, I hate saying it like this, but without that, Roman Grosjean, they would have found his head in that wreckage.
1: Yeah, he would have he been done. 100. It, it would have been game up for him. So, um, now, now, here's my question on that, and not to try to get away from this wreck, but going to another wreck that happened, the stroll wreck, and talking about the halo, that's why I'm bringing this up. Yep, another so, I noticed when they flipped the car back over and was towing it off how the halo was pretty skinned up. Now my question is, and they even asked it during the broadcast, but there was never a definite answer given. Is that a replaceable part? Or do they have to replace the whole chassis when that happens? I f- which um Racing Points director was saying, Well, we have another chassis back here, so if that's what we need to do, we, we you know we have one, we're ready. Well, you're not answering the question. When when any when any integral damage is done to the halo, is that something they can just unbolt and replace it or do you have to replace the whole chassis?
0: I want to say in the Indy car side of things, the aero screen is something that can be unbolted from the uh the the Indy car and you can switch that aero screen on and off. Um, I don't know if that's the same with that because if you look at Roman uh Grosjean's wreck there, that that uh halo, it's charred, it's burnt, but it, it's intact. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how, because he shot under that guardrail. And like I said, I can't say it enough. He, uh, oh, Danny got a 10 second penalty. I see from uh, Scott saying that with that incident with Stroll there. So
1: uh, really? I, I don't think he should have got a penalty at all.
0: I, I think that's a rough incident there. I think they were side by side going into that turn and Stroll at that point. I, I don't know, man. I think he's he's pushing it too hard. If you don't, and, and, and say, if I'm wrong, people, tell me I'm wrong. But if you don't have daddy's money behind you as Lance Stroll, you're not pitching that car in places that he is because you're not going to have a ride.
1: I, I agree with you. And like we were discussing before the show, if Stroll would have just been patient, give give Caveat room in that situation. And like I said, even if he got, even a Caveat got by Stroll, Stroll needs to have confidence in his car that he has a better car than the Alpha Tori. And I believe he does have a better car than the Alpha Tori. So, you know, worst case scenario, Kvyat gets by you right there. You're still both racing on, you know, and, and you get him back. So Stroll needs to learn patience, but I I agree with what you're saying. I think if it wasn't his dad on the team and having that behind him, you know, in, in any other ride, he probably would not have a ride right now.
0: Exactly. I mean, he he is the mix of Charles Claire as you like to say, and and, and Max Verstappen in their rookie year. I mean, you you take those two, you combine them and you multiply it by ten, and you get Lance Stroll. And I like I said, I think a lot of that is due no, I don't th- Brad's gonna back up Riefer. Stroll. <laughs> He's gonna back up Stroll to the day he dies here. But I, I think at the end of the day, you're not pitching that ride where you do uh, like that. If, if you don't have dad's dad's checkbook behind you, if dad's not your boss.
1: Right. But going back to Brad's comment, I disagree because I thought Kvyat was at least to Okay. I mean, F1 cars don't have doors, but
0: he's he, right he to was, the driver. He's, he's right. that wheel, he that up, front up wheel up is it. to
1: the driver. Yeah. Oh, so at, at that point, I think that Stroll needs to, you know, give him a little more room. And like you had said before the show, Kvyat was down as low as he could go. He couldn't go any lower or he had to cut the corner and then he got a penalty for that. I think it was hard racing. I think Stroll needs to learn to give and take a little bit. Like I said, he has a better car. If he had gave a little bit and you both continue to race instead, you want to do what you did. You're out of the race. You know, Kavik got a 10 second penalty, but guess what? He's, he's still, still running. running point. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And like
0: you said, to your, your to your uh point here, look up in third place. Perez is in that, that racing point car and he's wheeling it in third. So you know you do have a solid car behind you. Just just learn a little bit of patience. And you, you, this is something I like to put on myself here when we iRaces. If I get in a wreck, I figure out, even if it was the other person's fault 100%, like we'll say Matt Conson, I know Jason Cracky, he's on here. He knows exactly what I'm talking about here. The other day, I had somebody just park it in the racing line. I mean, just park it. And he said, oh, I was trying to let you go. Well, uh, okay. I In my mind at that point, I didn't know what I could do to avoid that. But you go back and you look and you see as a driver, even though it was 100% on the other driver, what you could have done to get yourself out of that situation, to put yourself in and around. So I was coming up on a turn to a slower driver. Yep. I tried to give it under, try to go. But instead, there was a long straightaway coming up. I should have waited. I should have been patient. I shouldn't have tried to push it like I was. And I, I wouldn't have ended up in the back end of him when he hit the brakes trying to give me way. But uh, it, it, at the end of the day, I think it does come down to that. Even though it might not be your fault, you have to look back at a wreck and say, what could I have done here to put myself in a better situation and not end up here? And I think you're exactly right. You have to be patient. You have to calm down. And you have to. and I, I think a lot of it's in his head. He had a good start here. He's falling off big time and he's starting to overdrive the heck out of this car.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I think he's seen what, uh, you know, Perez has been pretty consistent in that uh, racing point ride and, and, and definitely producing better results than uh stroll. So I, I, I think he's feeling that pressure, which I don't know why, because daddy's not going to fire him. Exactly. But, uh, I, I mean, is it, is that he knows that Vettel's coming in next year, and he's trying to make sure he, he wants to be the number one car and Vettel number two? I don't know. But he he de- like you said, he needs to learn some patience. He needs to calm down and, and just drive and race and, and have confidence in your car and your driving abilities that you're the better driver and you have the better car. Right.
0: Uh, absolutely. I think it does. It comes down exactly to that. Now, if you don't, if you're in an Alfa Tori, or not an Alfa Tori, I'm sorry, if you're in an Alfa Romeo, you're in a Williams. That's where you got to pitch the car. You got to yeah. throw it in there Five yeah. <laughs> drive and... over the top exactly. But you you've got the car this year. You you really if you're not making these careless moves, you're sitting in third in the constructors' title. Maybe maybe even second because your teammate is so consistent.
1: I a hundred percent agree with that. So I, I just I, I don't know. I think
0: at the end of the day, it's uh, it. It's you. You gotta be able to look back and and try to avoid that that situation there. But it does. I think it comes back. And you look with Scott and I were when we were watching that. We saw Lance pull right back onto the the track, and he doesn't just like come back onto the inside lane. He goes across the entire track, and guys have to woe it down. It's like, what are you doing, man? It's like he's seriously, like Tim Christensen said, he must be watching some iRacing. He must be partaking in some of this shenanigans on iRacing as these guys join the, the track back on a road course. and the, you, you can't do that. It's just it, these guys are coming extremely fast behind you. You're, you're going to get somebody hurt
1: or get yourself yeah i mean and at the end of the day you know you you did two things you you tore up your car so that's gonna have to be repaired or replaced one or the other and you're out of the race so i mean until you can learn to calm down and learn some patience and and there's going to be unavoidable situations i understand this it's racing but some of the situations that stroll has been in he could have avoided a hundred percent there. I completely agree with you. So
0: we move on here. I think, uh, do you got any other F1 news? I think, uh, I mean, Hamilton's closing in on a hundred polls. He could get a hundred polls. <laughs> exactly. Scott's saying running D fix here. He's doing stuff like he did. <laughs> so, uh, uh so later, uh, uh, Hamilton's closing in on a hundred polls and, and Scott asked the question this morning when we're sitting there watching F1, and and we've touched on it here on the show. But I think the question gets uh, risen every um, every F1 race now is is how much longer does Lewis Hamilton stay in this? How much longer do you do you think? And I told Scott I really I I think next year possibly this year is going to be his last one because I don't think he's going to want to run in the the new standard of, of F1. But at the same time, I could see him still wanting to give it one year just to to show that he is a driver, that he did deserve all these titles and, and try to win and hope
1: he doesn't crash that, that reputation. You, you know, I, I, I see it in two different ways from one, one side of me, part of me wants to say that he's going to call it quits after this season. He, he's broken all these records. He's won seven championships. You know, they're changing the new cars next year. And I like you said, he, he don't want to deal with it. But part of me says that Mercedes has come to him and said, hey, Lewis, here's the deal. We need you to stick around, you know, next year and and really help us do, try to develop this new car. We, we need your input. So I, I can see him maybe sticking around for another year or two. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised. The end of the season, he just says, "Hey, you know what? I've I've won seven championships. I've you know, I've had a great career in F one. It's it, it's time for me. I'm I'm young enough. I'm gonna walk away, and I'm gonna do other things in my life."
0: Yeah, absolutely. There, and to Scott's uh, comment, there he he does. He has nothing left to prove in his career. No. Uh, I think at the the end of the day his his personality has changed a lot throughout the years. He doesn't see himself needing these these plush these posh things like he he used to live that that lavish lifestyle. Uh, stuff like that, so he doesn't do that anymore. He sold that jet. He's looking into the environment. He's kind of changed his his whole philosophy almost as he got higher up in the uh, F1 world. The uh, the higher up in the uh, the wealth, uh, his own personal wealth, but the higher up in his maturity level. It, right, I, I think it all comes in the same level there. So, do I see him possibly making a run at Formula E? If the money's there, I could definitely see it because I could see him wanting to kind of grow that uh, that series as a whole because of his kind of, his, number one, his love for racing. There's no doubt he loves racing. Number two, his his new view, philosophy, excuse me, whether you agree with it or not, on the environment. So I really see him pushing Formula E and possibly be, becoming a big uh 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 name a big uh face uh spokesman for
1: that series okay but on the flip side of that i can see him doing that but not racing in formula e i can see him taking on a role as uh the the president or race director or however you want to put him in there but uh you know he could be somebody one of the higher ups in formula e and like you said to help develop promote and and make sure this series is around So I could see Lewis stepping into a role like that. That's very true. I I don't see him racing in Formula E, but I could see him taking a role on like that. And that's very true there,
0: too. Because, I I mean, at the end of the day, put yourself – and this goes out to you guys, not Howdy, because I know Howdy agrees with me in this. But put yourself in that guy's shoes. Do you want to put yourself in another car? And you're you're getting older. I mean, life happens. Time happens. You you can't pause it. We've been trying to do that forever. But you 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 lose some of that that hand eye coordination, that reaction time. What makes you fast as a driver, you lose with age. So does Lewis want to see himself or or be remembered as a guy that kind of ended on a downfall? I don't think so. I think he wants to be known as the guy that ended up here at the top of the mountain, he's screaming. He, he threw the flag in. He said, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, so I, I could definitely, I could see exactly what you're saying there. Um, maybe become a, uh, 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 I, I don't know, a president of that series, but, uh, just like you said, a, a huge spokesman there. Uh, because I, I think, like I said, I, I, it speaks to his, um, his love for racing at the end of the day, you know, he he was so involved in karting. He still is very involved in karting. So uh, uh, I, I definitely could see something like that.
1: And, and and what better ambassador to have for a series like Formula E? I mean, people are going to look up, respect, and listen to what Lewis has to say. You know, he's seven time F one champion, broke all these records. I mean, so if you really want that series to grow. I, I would say that would be one of the best moves that series could make would try to bring Lewis Hamilton into that role. Right. Oh,
0: you and know, and, and I know what you're saying there. You see, I'm not saying Mark Martin. I mean, he's a great example. The dude can wheel it. He's still wheeling it at his age. But you look at the majority of that guy. You can't. Even uh, 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 Danny over there, the 70-year-old, you put him up against Larson on the dirt, you put him up against Bell on the dirt, those guys are just going to react factor that, the faster. That's just life. You put him up yep. against uh, Brandon Shepard, something like that. And, and and that's just what happens, unfortunately. I I think, but I'm I'm not saying that all old guys are slow. Don't take me the the wrong way there. I know this old guy's slow, but when when you're going up, and I feel it. Trust me, when I'm thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two years old, racing with guys that are nineteen, twenty, there's a difference. Uh, do I want it as bad? Oh yeah, but do I have the the uh? Uh, what's the the word? i I just it, the the stamina, the 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 I I don't know. It's <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just – it's tough. These guys want to chew you out, eat you, and, and go to the next guy where I'm just looking to get a little full. <laughs> so, <laughs> How do you
1: think I feel? I'm going to be 48 stepping in a cart again.
0: But at that point, you're with older guys, so you're in that, that group kind of that's that's – I'm at the end of the, the age group for my, my group, so that's what I'm saying with – the as far as the age goes, is I see a huge difference from the nineteen-year-old. Even if I'm following him, even if I have his cart, he's going to be a little faster than me just because of his age. I think. If we're if we have the exact same talent, if 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 that's what I'm trying. Obviously, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but I I do think age plays a a little bit of. Uh, factor in there now i'm getting all the old guys on here like screw you screw you
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i i I see both sides of that argument because you know there there are some older drivers that are still fast i mean and but but as far as talking about lewis hamilton you know can, can he still drive yes there's no doubt about it but but like you were saying He's not going to go run and be mediocre. If right. he can't, if he can't contend for wins, polls, championships, Lewis Hamilton's not going to do it. He doesn't need to, like Scott said earlier, he's got nothing left to prove. And he doesn't, he could walk away right now, very wealthy, had a great career, won seven championships, won you know, broke the records and race wins, broke the records and polls, you know, always been in good cars so you know what? What's he got left to prove? Exactly. The only thing that I could see keeping Lewis in F1 maybe one or two more years is if he went to Ferrari. And we've had this discussion before. Just because when you get into F1, that that's everybody's dream and goal when they get into F1, they want to run for Ferrari. Even though Ferrari's a mediocre team right now, all of them guys still want to race for Ferrari. So that that would be my only. That would be the only thing I would see Lewis staying for was to run for Ferrari, but there again the the team that Ferrari is now, I don't think Lewis would you know switch from Mercedes to go run for Ferrari now because he wasn't he wouldn't be competing for wins, championships polls, so I think he's gonna you know saddle up his horse, hop on right away in a blaze of glory,
0: yeah, I think two years ago when uh, Kimi was stepping out if yep. if they would have grabbed Lewis then he would have walked yep. over in a heartbeat. Uh, I yep. think the money could have been right. You could have gotten him. But now, like you said, yeah, I, I do. I think I think it's just too too little, too late here. So uh, th- at the end of the day, that's what I think. And uh, we'll, we'll stick on F1. We've talked on Roman here, and there's a little news on him. But after this wreck today, you wonder if he's ever going to step into an open-wheel car like this again. Um, but uh, I guess they were getting very close to uh, finalizing some talks here with Grosjean coming into America. Coming to America. Doing a little IndyCar racing with A.J. Foyt there. So we'll see if that those talks still uh, proceed and uh, see if he can find himself at a three-car team there with A.J. Foyt. You know Grosjean's going to bring some money.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: But does Grosjean still want to race after today? It's hard when you got to actually physically clean the poop out of your fire suit and then you're you're going to the hospital. That's that's hard to to Just really it. get back in there. It was a little charred. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was like a doorstep one.
1: Yeah, it was like petrified poop.
0: So, uh I I think that that's really going to going to have to uh wait and see how that happened? Because I think we're done uh, seeing Grosjean in F1. I don't know who's going to fill that seat at Haas now. I don't know if Mick Schumacher
1: steps up. They were talking about uh, um, uh, uh, Fittipaldi. Really? Yeah. Okay. They were talking about Fittipaldi would possibly take that seat, uh, you know, for the remainder of this year. Uh, and they did throw out uh, Schumacher's name. And there was another name they threw out, too, but they, they were they were really, you know, pushing towards Fittipaldi would take that seat. Very
0: nice. Because I know, uh, obviously, Haas is one of those uh, under teams there, Ferrari. So Schumacher would have a kind of a good shoe in, no pun intended there, with uh, uh, Haas. But do you want to start right there with that, that team kind of in in what they're going through? So it, it's kind of a, a toss-up there for, for Mick and seeing if, if that's really what he wants to do with with his career how he wants to get it going there but we saw what leclerc did in an alfa romeo and uh, i mean i think he did a solid job wheeling that thing up there and he proved his seat there with ferrari and that's where he's at now
1: uh well we saw what uh you know mick's dad did in a benetton <laughs> right absolutely out in a ferrari he started <laughs> out in a benetton so and and won his first championship in a benetton so I mean, is is Haas going to contend for a championship? I doubt it. But at the same time, you get in there and you can prove what you can do and let other teams, you know, see you. Basically, you're putting your talent, you know, out for everybody to see. You're showcasing your talent. So, you know, and, and a team like Ferrari, you know, the, I, I don't know of a driver in a lot of years that has come into F1 and stepped right into a Ferrari. They've been with other teams before they got with Ferrari. Right. So um I mean people were thought it was crazy that
0: Leclerc at the age he was stepped into a Ferrari even though he had that one year backing with Alfa Romeo.
1: Well, and I I think, you know, everybody knew that's where Shaw Leclerc was going to go <laughs> was Ferrari because of uh his ties with um Jules Oh, uh, yes. because uh Jules was his uncle or like his uncle, I don't remember. Godfather. Next His uncle. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and Jules and Ferrari had a good relationship. So they, that's where everybody knew Charles was going to end up there. So.
0: And like I said, I, I, you still, you saw him, even though they knew they wanted him and they knew that Kimi was going to step out. They put him in that Alfa Romeo for that first year to give him that, that sense of comfortability, um, to give him that sense of kind of knowledge and awareness in an f one car before he did hop into the what you would consider the the big leagues there at f one in that top three kind of ride there
1: exactly, so I think that's all we got for f one today huh
0: that is all i know go- we we got one more the other haas driver here. We'll use this as a little transition. So we we, uh, talk about uh, um, Ganassi grabbing an uh, IMSA team, going to run that Cadillac. Well, it's not Chevy. It's still GM. And we're going to see a Magnuson back in IMSA here as Kevin Magnuson signs with Chip Ganassi to run that IMSA team in that Cadillac for the first year. Like I said, his dad was very famous in that Corvette. So he's still in that GM backing here. So it'll be interesting to see.
1: And his dad was a stud in IMSA. Jan Magnussen, if you're not familiar with who he is, go back and you can YouTube, I'm sure, and it'll show you some highlights or even watch races. But that that dude was a a beast in IMSA. And, you know, with with Kevin stepping in, I I know I'm just as excited as you are because we both love IMSA racing. And, you know, I'm glad to see that, Cadillac's still going to be around and be around with the team like Chip Ganassi Racing. You know they're not going to do it half ass. It's going to be a right. good ride. And depending who teams up with Magnuson, you know, they 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 got a legit shot at running for a championship next year. Yep, I completely agree with you.
0: And I mean, we did talk about it the uh a couple weeks ago. What a sight it would be to see the old Magnussons together in a twenty four hour race, something like that. Cause Heck, his dad's only a couple years out of IMSA. He can make a run back here, maybe step in there with Chip and, uh, whoo.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, man, IMSA's been getting better just like IndyCar year after year after year. Both, both of those series have been getting better. They're growing. Uh, I, I like where both series are going and, and especially, you know, everybody knows we're huge IndyCar fans, but, I'm a big Imsa fan too. I, I love the sports car. I love the sports car type racing. All the different cars that are in there. And, and I love that, you know, these drivers are coming into that series. And you know, it, that that for years people thought, you know, oh, you know, sports cars, that's you know. Da, 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 no. There there's some legit drivers in IMSA right now. And and if you haven't watched the IMSA race in a while, do yourself a favor and and start watching again because You know, the races I watched this year, and you watched too, they've been great races. I have no complaints. I I really love where the series is headed.
0: Yeah, these guys are going side by side. I mean, they're racing for the lead. People want to talk about F1 being a follow the leader. Well, I mean, IMSA (laughs) this year, it's been a lot of racing up in the front, a lot of fun action there. So definitely, yeah, I agree. I I, I think the sport, it was looking a little uh, gloom. A little gloomy there for them, but uh, they, they've pulled it together, they've really pushed it forward, and they, they've got something going here. So, um, I was yawning there, Dan. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, as I say that, I let one out, excuse me, but uh, yeah, the uh, um, I think IMSA now with Ganassi coming in. We we saw Penske leaving there. I thought that was going to be a problem, but yeah, they're picking that that ball up right where they left it. So I, I think that's a good sign for IMSA going forward. And uh, really, like you said, Ganassi's found himself a solid driver. Because hey, what if what if you throw uh, Jimmy Johnson over that way too for a yeah. run with uh, with Magnuson? Whoa, look
1: out! I mean, just think of this. What what if you got Magnuson, Dixon, and Jimmy Johnson all in that team for one car? That that's a lineup right there. That Absolutely. is a lineup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you would take uh um uh, Dixon away from his team that he's been running with. Now granted they they do get signed there still with uh yeah, heck, I'm trying to think of those guys that he's been running with on that Wayne Taylor team. Uh Is it, it's Juan Barbosa, isn't it? Barbosa, and who's
1: the other, uh,
0: Um, the
1: Japanese driver? Oh, yeah, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. I always want to say Pippo Durrani, but Pippo Durrani doesn't run for a... No. Yeah,
0: I can't think, because he did that night stint in the 24-hour Daytona and just... And it up. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, I think that that'll be a solid team right there. You, you've got great drivers behind you, and what better way to get a start here? Uh, not a start, but uh, get the ball rolling again, I should say, in IMSA because Ganassi's been in and out of uh, IMSA. and We've seen this before.
1: So, uh, and who drove for Ganassi and IMSA before? Scott Pruitt. Really? Oh yeah, one of the winningest IMSA drivers ever. Very nice there. So we look forward to seeing a little msa action
0: as i believe they'll be uh getting there is the 24 hour daytona is that their first race of the year no I've, no do they no, do not uh i can't here. think off the top of my head now I believe, I believe it is the 24 hour that might be the first one of the season so Thanks i'm so looking far. forward to, <laughs> to getting this mc year going here it should be a
1: good one and now let's talk a little I racing Let's do that. And before we get into that real fast, I want to give a a couple of little notables here. I thought it was kind of cool that uh, Friday night, Jimmy Owens Racing, you know, I've been following my guy. He's number 20, got his 20th win in 2020. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, he won at 411 uh, Friday night. So congrats to that team. And uh, another thing, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Matt Burpo. Uh, I had my chassis at the shop this week and... Bill was doing some work on it and called and was like, hey, you know, da 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 So I posted on one of the 206 pages, Burpo, he replied, and, and we got chatting back and forth in Instant Messenger. And he's answered a lot of questions for me. He's been really helpful. So, And that's what racing should be about, you know, racers helping other racers. But, uh, Matt, if you're on here and watching, I appreciate all the help and the answers you've given me. Thank you.
0: Absolutely there, because uh, I, I know he's uh, helped me out at the track. I've just asked a couple questions around that area, and he is very quick to respond and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's uh, one of those guys out there you like to have on your side. No doubt about that. So, uh, yeah, we uh, talk a little bit of uh, racing, and this is the man I was going to talk about, Chris Standridge, as the outcast sprint league that I get to call they're splitting it up here. They're doing a little gold series and a silver series. I like that kind of an interesting way to, uh, to get this going. So the top 10 carts are going to, or sprints are all going to be into a, uh, a pile here in the gold series. And then you have to race your way in from the silver series to get yourself into that. So it's, it's going to be a lot of, I I think that really keeps it competitive Really keeps it going here, so uh, uh, kind of a, a nice, unique deal that they have going over there in the Outcast League, and what a fun league it, it seems to be! in. they, it was a little rougher this week, but hey, you're you're gonna have that. It was a smaller track here. the uh, The first week went off almost flawless here on CWTV, so you you know you're going to choke up a, a little bit after you you have such a good first
1: race. Yeah, and I actually ran it Monday night, which. Uh... You know, the gold and silver, I, I I like the idea. The only thing I don't like about it is, is I have to be in the silver series. <laughs> well, you could race your way in there real quick. Right, right, right. But, uh, <clears throat> it, you know, it, it was a fun group of guys to race with Monday night, so I, I did enjoy it. And, you know, I love running the sprint cars, so... Uh, I'll, I'll probably be running with them guys for a while. Absolutely. The 360s
0: they got going on now are going to move from what was before the show is now going to be after. So I look forward to uh, possibly running a little 360 action with these guys. Uh, as right. Like I said, it, it seems like a great group of guys to run with there. And that's what you always just try to find yourself in some good leagues here on iRacing because somebody, uh, I think it was Brumble I saw um uh he says some wish we could run silver that's good um the uh um uh what was I saying there Up below yeah, yeah, he was saying you know somebody was asking like what's the best uh uh setup shop what's the best uh um you know this and that uh things to to get yourself faster and, and I agree with the setup. Shops, don't get me wrong. If you don't want to put your time into a, a setup, then, hey, call Rocket Racing Setups. Call one of those guys. But if if not, what Brumblow said I think is the key factor to iRacing and having fun and, and really getting better. Find yourself a good group of guys that you enjoy running with, that you have fun with, that you can get in a lobby, you can chat with, you can just do that. And, and you're going to get fast. You're going to sit there and you're going to tune these cars together. You're going to learn these things as you go. And it makes it a lot more enjoyable if you're you're sitting there. So you don't always have to, like, guys that will post on Facebook. Who's looking for a teammate? Well, you don't need to force yourself into a, a group of guys that are already like the, the good old boys club. You you find yourself a, a good old boys club of your own and, and just go out of there. That's the way I, I think – too many of these guys are looking for teams to join, to get these quick setups and stuff like that. And from what I've found out, and I'm sure you have as well, like Brooks says, it, it's just practice. It's getting in there. And if you're going to practice, it's not as fun. So you're going to have to have some good guys there and, and some, uh, uh, good group of stuff to go with.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, practice is definitely the biggest part of it. And, and, you know, and, you know, I know you're you're on a lot more than I am, so you found, you know, some guys that you enjoy racing with. I know Scott and uh, all the guys are at ECRS, you race with them a lot. Um, I don't know if
0: I enjoy racing with Scott, but I do well, race. I
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get him to benefit of the doubt. But, uh, you know, and, and that's my downside. I need to get on more and, you know, and get racing with guys, which, you know, I have been on uh, Sundays with Slide Job Sunday. I try to run the 305s and 360s on Sundays. So, you know, I've gotten to know some of those guys and, you know, and I have fun. I mean, I, I think, you know, both of us, you, you take a year ago when we started to versus now, I, you know. Oh,
0: I can hold the line and a midget now. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a whole new world.
1: Yeah. Right. So I, and, and that, and why? Because we've practiced, we've got on here, we ran races, we ran laps. I mean, I know myself, I've sat on there and just been in a test session by myself and ran lap after lap after lap after lap until I figured out what I was doing wrong and correcting it. Right, absolutely. There. So and that's
0: something like uh, also too, I mean find yourself a league that's solid like we've we've done. We we why are we better in dirt? Well, because we ran the best dirt league, which call us stupid, because we didn't know any better getting into this, but we joined right. the best dirt league right off the bat, and we go out of there. So I, I just think it's uh, uh, part of it. join a good league. Don't if you're getting beat, don't worry about it. You should be worrying about why you're not learning. That's the that's the thing that I see is like uh, chummy old Ritz. Whatever you want to with the snack of the week, we need to have a Chummy Miller snack of the week here on checkers and records, but Chummy Motorsports, that's a, a guy I've said it many a times. You want to have some fun. You want to get on, just cut it up with a guy and he's going to teach you. He really is. Oh. He, you you see him, and I'm not throwing him down here, but he'll tell you himself. Even like the 305s at Monsters of Dirt, there's times that he'll he'll throw it in there, and you just get a little nervous when you're working in a league of of a lot faster guys. But then you you he got on a midget track with me at Weed Sport. And he he got me to find a line. He he got me to understand really that that throttle control. So it, it's you you just gotta find guys you enjoy talking to, getting on there with. That's how you find these these teams. That's how you find these these teammates. I I hate the post on Facebook. Who's looking for a teammate? It's like uh, so you're looking for sets,
1: <laughs> right? That's I'm, the way I look I'm, at that. <laughs> guys raced with to make me faster. Exactly. And, you know, and on the dirt side of things, you know, like you said, we found Monsters of Dirt and we ran with them. And now we have, you know, outcast Kings of Sling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a few different dirt leagues that we race with now that, you know, I, I feel in 305s, and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I, I feel I can go out and run top 10. Right. You know, and that's just because I've ran with Monsters of Dirt and, and got my butt kicked for a long time. <laughs> exactly. But when I got my butt kicked, I watched and I learned and I studied what these guys were doing. Exactly. You know, help me out, you know, that on the asphalt side of things, you know, running with ECRS, running with, uh, the pricks of pavement, you know, running with series like that. And then there again, fast guys. So, you know, that's, it's helped, you know, us be faster on that side of things. So, you know, everybody talks about, you know, what wheels going to make me better, what ped- pedals are going to make me better. And, and wheel and pedals do help, but not as much as getting out and racing with faster guys and you know and asking questions hey man you know i'm coming in here and i'm losing time here what am i doing wrong right oh you know, and we had guys like you know brad howdane dcj stillwell you know we had a lot of guys helping us out so you know in turn if a guy asked me something i, I try to help him out to the best of my knowledge not saying i'm the best out there but i know some things
0: right absolutely there and, and it's like when uh, Thomas, when, when he hopped in it, guys, it, it, it goes as simple as you ask a fast guy, maybe to get on a team with you for an enduro race. And Thomas got in there. I watched his cockpit every time he was practicing to see what he was doing. He's quiet when he's driving, He he's concentrating. So I'm not going to sit there and ask him a thousand questions, But just having that out there and watching him drive and and see the line he takes, just kind of study that, that's going to help you as well. So I I think a lot of it, like I said, is just finding some fun guys that you get along with there. And I'll tell you another thing, whoop, just ripped that out of my ear, is the uh, NSRL I've been running with them on Tuesdays. And with them being such a clean league, I mean, that is, I, I stress it so many times, but that is really one of the cleanest leagues I have ever called in my my iRacing uh, broadcasting career here, uh, it really, that I've ever seen on iRacing. And there's some stress there to, to be very clean. So not only are these guys fast, but they're not reckless. They're not pitching it in there. They're not pinching you off, so you've you've got to really be clean. You've got to be cautious, and you got to keep your speed up. Because if not, they're just gonna run you over. Oh yeah. So there's oh, yeah, a lot of learning right there on Tuesdays in that one little uh, hour, hour and a half of uh, practice. I say, or the the racing that I do with the NSRL on uh, Tuesday. So th- that's part of finding that. Don't don't go. You find uh, a league. That is just a complete s show. And uh, give them a couple weeks. Some guys gotta you gotta work through it. You you might have some some uh, um, some problems. So maybe these guys are starting their leagues. Don't run away from a new league just because it's new, though. You let them give them a few weeks to work out their problems. If it persists, though, run away. Run away fast because it ain't going to get any better. I've seen a lot of these leagues that uh, I, I have left that it's just like, well, you guys aren't even trying to make this better right here. It's just yeah. it, the good old boys, your good old boys club is racing, and that's all you care about. So uh, you you got to find your good leagues. You got to find your your fun stuff. I don't think Slide Job Sunday's on tonight. I think we got an off week.
1: No, it's on tonight. I think, uh, was it? Fairbury for the three hundred fives, and uh, Eldora for three sixties. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm gonna. I think we're off for Thanksgiving week this week. I could be wrong. I wish John was on right now. If, if John ain't on, chances are we're on a vacation this week from Slide Job Sunday. That's. I'm gonna. Are you checking the uh, of Dirt right now? He said, "Yes, sir. It's on." Yeah. There you go. So yeah, Brad Brad mentioned it right there. Broadcaster's nightmare. I am not looking forward to it. The new build here in iRacing has some great dirt content, but also, did you see what else is coming out here? Uh no, I didn't. What's coming out here is the Did you ever play the uh 2003 um the NASCAR Racing 2003? It was a virtual speedway, three-mile, three-and-a-half-mile maybe, 36-degree banking, and it is the Coca-Cola Speedway, the oval, three-mile oval there. So don't wreck, please. I mean, you're going 240 down the straightaways into the turns. Don't wreck, please, because that's a broadcaster's
1: nightmare. Imagine a yellow flag on a three-mile
0: oval. Right.
1: Chris Stanich, you you definitely need to come run with us tonight, man. You you'll, you'll have a good time. It's a it's a good league to run with. Some fast guys. And while we're talking about Slide Job Sunday, I got to throw this out there. You know, hats off to JR, JIR Sim Sports for taking on and adminning and pretty much running Slide Job Sundays for uh, John at the Monsters of Dirt. You know, uh, and they they've done an excellent job with it. They don't put up with no bull crap you know, you're, you're out here to race and, and they're doing great. I I love the show on Sunday. It's, it's great this year. And, you know, and I think the reason John did that is because, you know, John's running these leagues and he's doing it on his own time, you know, taking away time from his family and his, you know, his wife and his kids and, and stuff that he could be doing with his family to, to give us a league to run in. So I, I don't think a lot of guys really appreciate all the behind the scenes stuff that, you know, John and, And all these other guys do to run these leagues, you know, they're not getting paid to do this. This is something they're doing for free because they love to race and they love iRacing. And a lot of guys go on here and flame them and stuff like that. Well, you know, if you think you can do better, go start your own league.
0: Well, a lot of guys try and it doesn't last
1: for very long. Exactly. So, but yeah, I mean... I I really love uh, slide job Sundays and I think it's, you know, it's awesome. So,
0: but Chris, yeah, exactly. That's what you, I mean, to, to that extent there, I mean, shout out to all the owners out there that are on here right now. I mean, Chris Scott, John, all these guys, Brandon, uh, these guys take these leagues. And the the ones I just mentioned right there alone, those four, uh, Kyle as well. I mean, they they have multiple leagues that they – or multiple series that these guys run. So it, you, I hear Scott because he's one of these guys that I talk to more often. But I'm going to say 80% of the time that I'll, I'll come in, I'll say, hey, what's going on? Oh, just working on some league stuff here. So, it, it, I mean, he, he's doing it. Like you said, I'm the one getting paid for it. I hate saying it like that. but.
1: And that's not how Scott sounds, ladies and gentlemen. It's exactly how he sounds.
0: <laughs> it's Skippy Scott on YouTube. Check him out, YouTube Nation. Uh, we love Scott Schroeder over here. <laughs> Scott, throw that uh, that YouTube link down in the description below. Brilliant. I know he's listening. <laughs> brad thought it was perfect and <clears throat> so no that's uh uh that was another fun one i'll tell you what the uh what was it uh he said 90 90 of the time he's lazy <laughs> that's exactly there's guys that sit there and do it at work he, scott thought it was good he liked it poor kim poor kim i'll tell you what so uh um, there it is. Scott underscore Schro74 iRacing. Check him out on YouTube. He does some fun stuff. You like to see a boomer run some iRacing. There's no better boomer on the iRacing platform. My buddy Scott Schroeder there. He said, You're not doing it right till your wife is angry, trust me. But mine starts stomping on the pa- the floor or something like that, it's it's nine o'clock at night. She's ready to go to bed she hears me. There go. Two, one, down to turn one.
1: <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> Brad 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 right.
0: Exactly. So, oh, no, no. no, it's it, it, and really, like I said, a, a shout out, uh, a thanks to you guys um for for doing that because without you a lot of these guys are just running officials they're running hosteds and they're getting really mad here because uh let, let's put it like uh downing if downing didn't have a league to, to be with dude would be chat band he'd probably be i-racing band he'd be flipping his lid and, and we keep him calm here in the, the league we he might get mad at us but in a league you can cuss at your buddies in a league you can't do that in the officials chill out in the officials guys exactly Brooks trammel slightly <laughs> irritated wife is a very entertaining not interesting because interesting could go either way
1: i i like to say entertaining that that is tommy boy's slogan <laughs> i've heard it several times so uh um that's and, and, and let me tell you he, he does have a pretty entertaining life because i went over there what was it uh
0: thursday that <laughs> oh, no, was
1: thursday that was thanksgiving oh yeah it was uh wednesday wednesday I go over there and, and tommy boy's standing there both of us are standing there talking to each other and graham's running around and split second blink of an eye turn around graham done took a crayon and put a big mark on the wall oh, i mean <laughs> it was like a, a half <laughs> second it was done <laughs>
0: right, Tim's doing it for the Sim pit lizards. Hey, there's there's some good ones out there.
1: Hobbies in the stands in Knoxville.
0: <laughs> the, the virtual B A A B, Aaron brumbelow I know he's out there doing it for his Sim fans. You got Dustin Sizemore doing it for the cheesecake. You got all these guys doing it for different reasons here in iRacing. But uh no, it, I think we we really kind of take a turn now to the at least here. Uh, I know my, my buddies down under there, they're starting to get into racing, but uh, down here it's a, uh, a run off, and as long John says, as long as I help with the laundry, Mrs. Buzzer is always happy, and, and she's pregnant, so that goes a long way, she must be really laid back. Hey, John, can I bring my laundry over too? <laughs> yeah, cause I'll be happy. <laughs> right. I'll be happy as well. No, but we, we start to make that switch now to the off season here, and it's the on season, if you will, for iRacing. So uh, I, I look forward to uh, seeing the competition really go and, and get going. So, but we, we see our buddy Hayden, and he's leading the sprints now. So he already collects the late model championship the the 10 15 grand whatever that was jump change for hayden and, and now he's going for the sprints the four tens man it's going to be close between i think him and bergeron are like one point away from each other right now Ooh,
1: that that's a couple fast guys too man
0: oh I mean, absolutely if, if You
1: can go out there and race with either one of them guys you're doing something
0: right and and i know uh i think uh david heilman he was uh kind of a uh a, a favorite if I will going into this, he, he's been very fast in those four tens there as well. So we'll see. Maybe he can pull it up. But, but you get Hayden on a run, man. Good luck getting him off.
1: Yeah, I mean that kid'll fucking start with that. Whoa, that
0: whoa! <laughs>
1: the f bomb slips out,
0: and that's what he, he he does. He 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 puts it on in real life too. So he he does. He's even got a win there real life, so it, it, it's fun to see what he's been able to do here this past year, both uh, on the, the real track and sim world, but it'd be interesting to see if he can keep it going. And get that. Davin's, uh, he's fast. The, the bad thing about Davin, he's just inconsistent. He doesn't have that consistency. I think Hayden finds himself in the back of the pack, and he, he keeps calm. Davin finds himself in the back of the pack, and it's like Hayden two years ago, from what I've heard, it it gets a little, it can get a little messy. So maybe uh, just a year, because uh, I think Davin is a, just a year or two younger than Hayden. I could be wrong there, um, but uh, it just seems like maybe a little maturity between those two, and and Davin would be right there with him because he's fast. He is. Yeah, but both the Cardwell boys are fast. Absolutely. So I, I've even, I bet David's even quick out there but uh like i said it's just uh i, I think a, a big part of of being good in i racing is also just being very patient cuz i i know like like we talk about cuz we run those 305s the limiteds, things like that where you really got to keep that momentum up but still you got to be smooth you got to be you got to be relaxed with it. you got to be calm and
1: be smooth. You gotta be relaxed. You gotta be calm.
0: <laughs> you gotta be wiser. <laughs> exactly. You'd have it, and would be right up there. So, I mean, that's my opinion there on the Cardwells. I need to to really get more uh, a little dig a little deeper here into the um uh sprint here now as we we roll around to the off season and uh the nascar e series already kicking off they're already back underway with the, their next season so interesting to watch those guys get back at it and get a chance at 100 grand there
1: yep i'll tell you right now i need practice on iracing driving in the slick man that that That's my uh, bugaboo right now is driving in the slick.
0: Man, those guys last night at Knoxville, there was a guy that I swear he was down as about as low as you can. Oh, he's just riding the wall almost down on the low side. Usually you don't see wall riding on the low side, but that was the only place dirt was left on the track at the end of it.
1: Dude, they were driving on, on Knoxville, how you exit the pits. On the berm, like exactly. the berm, exactly. They were driving Dude, up we're on driving
0: it. <laughs> that's what I was watching. That... That is good. They will be on tomorrow night at 9, I think. Oh, the um, Ask. yeah. Or either that or the sprints. I don't know which one he was talking about. Um, Maybe next season about busting in the line of a level of competition. With slick Sim. Ooh, that'd be interesting there. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that's Hayden. That'd, that'd be pretty tough to get up there with uh with the likes of hayden there so he's he's gonna have a little little work on his hands i'm not gonna lie uh travis is a good driver but i don't know if he's up to that just yet we'll see
1: okay world outlaw sprints yeah brooks is talking about okay so yeah
0: hey I'll, I'll watch hayden there wheel it down tomorrow we'll see what he can do there so uh
1: we'll he, be racing
0: well yeah but I could, you can pull it up that's a good thing about uh That's a good thing about uh, having it uh, recorded on Facebook here.
1: That is true. That is true. Uh, We got anything else, Tommy Boy?
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. (laughs) I thought he was saying he was going to get right up there with six. I was going to say, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Uh, I can't think of uh, anything else. Perez, he's on fire.
1: Perez is on on fire. Perez
0: is on on fire. fire. Uh Uh-oh. So, yep, that is all we got here, I believe, for you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Checkers and Wreckers.
1: Hey, and real fast, if you need any powder coat work done, hit up our buddy Dwayne Elwanger. He's got all you need on the powder coat and fast turnaround times, too. Those Ts,
0: he made a net, pitching net. If you got any sports needs out there, hit him up because this guy he's a fabricator. He can do it all. And a big shout out to all the other sponsors here with us. We got talk to Tucker, Sean Nugent, the rock star, realtor, he's slapping the base. Slapping the base. Yeah, slapping the base. And we got John Buzzard over there at First Financial Bank, a bruisey racewear USA, butt kicker, gamer two orlex acoustics monsters of dirt hrt ecrs nsrl all of these guys outcast racing
1: and uh big shout out to we forgot this should have done this at the beginning of the show big shout out to nate mayhem on a on a great win last night man ufc his uh second fight in the ufc and uh that was a performance
0: absolutely they gotta love that uh, kind of a, a little personal BW Sports 1 tied to the UFC world there so Dan DeLion out there a little buddy of, of Dan's Nate Man has taken and, and after that fight last night I know we're not gonna cover this but uh, after that I, I really think uh, Nate's gonna really climb up through the, the UFC here it'll be
1: fun I to do. watch I do too
0: So, I'm here to remind you to drive fast, shift hard, keep that rubber on the road, guys. We'll have a good one. You guys enjoy the Sunday here. Maybe a little Thanksgiving leftovers. Maybe you're just enjoying your Thanksgiving today. Guys, we are thankful for you, each and every one of you guys out there. Thanks so much for tuning in here to Checkers and Wreckers. Howdy. Peace.